uh, you know, you're old. Actually, we probably don't even have enough room for that to be true, but, but get kind of comfortable, right? And, uh, and uh, who knows, maybe in the future, I'll figure out some way that we can all be sitting at tables or something for these types of classes, but uh, uh, bean bag chairs. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know about that, Jacob. <laughs> I don't know that'll lend itself towards the thing either. So I guess we're just going to have to have you guys sit where you are at. Um, I am going to have some handoffs and stuff for you later, and we do have pens. And if you have your notebooks, great. If you have your notebooks here, but you just don't have them with you, you can get them now. Um, and if you don't have notebooks, uh, like you've never been given a leadership notebook yet, then make sure you get Miss Farber and she can get you that too. Okay. So first of all, touch stay set. If you have a parent in the, anywhere in the room, turn and face your parent and bow to show respect and face the front and bow to show respect. And we will begin as we always do with the student creed in the national anthem. No, just the student creed. All right. So, like this, say. Black Belt Leadership Program, because uh, you guys all got that down and the rest will be super strong too. All right, so if you are somebody that, if there's still a seat and you're, you know, make yourself the people that most need the seat to take the seat, okay? Um, if, you're, if you're older kids, for sure you're sitting down. If you're young and healthy, sit on the floor, okay? If, uh, if something hurts and you'd be better off on the bench, then go do that, okay? Go, go, go. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Oh, no, not yet. Not yet. No. Nothing. All right, just for fun, just for fun, who got to read the, the blog email that I sent out this morning? I saw mine. Oh, okay. But I'm talking about the, the seven hacks. It's okay. You're going to, all right. Okay. A handful of people did. The rest of you probably just haven't yet. Um, it went out early this morning. Um, I'm going to give you the quick version of the seven hacks here today. And then we're going to focus really a lot on the first one. And then we're going to move into what today is really all about. So what this particular, what I wrote about this morning, and by the way, this is kind of the way it always happens for me, right? Like, even though I wrote about it this morning, I've been meditating on the subject for, for at least a week, if not longer. Like, it's been kind of evolving uh, that's why that's why I originally called the first book and, I, and my first blog and everything meditations on mastery because that's how it happens at this stage, right? You kind of just you kind of just start percolating something and it develops. So it developed into a blog I wrote this morning called the Seven Hacks to get more of what you want in life and less of what you don't. And as Black Belt Leadership students, a lot of the things we're going to talk about will seem very familiar to you. But I really believe that if even just these seven, and I'm sure that if I let it percolate for another 
several months, we might add another or two. But even if somebody just really got these seven, it would be amazing. So the first one happens to also be the black belt superpower and it's focus. And I'm gonna speak the least of that one right now because we're gonna come back to it. The second one was choice. Second one was choice. And, and I have a saying that I say all the time, which is that everything in life is a choice because we choose our focus. We choose our decisions, we choose our actions, we choose our reactions. And we choose the most important, one of the most important things, which by the way, you guys obviously have made a good choice in here today, which is the law of association, the people that we associate with. The third thing that I wrote about this morning was net, net. How many people, how many people know what multitasking means? Yeah, almost everybody. How many people know that no such thing exists? Yeah, in the 80s and 90s, we thought that, 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 that you actually could multitask and be efficient and effective. And what we found out was that in reality, because of the lack of focus, it was actually a very inefficient way to work. But the reason I'm calling this particular thing, net, a hack, is because it is the way that you can multitask. Because you see, I think that the, I believe that the, the reason you can't multitask is specifically as pertains to two things that require mental concentration, right? So when we try to do it with two work tasks, the problem is that what we're really doing is rapid task switching. We've stopped focusing on the one, now we're focusing on the other. Now we've got to ramp back up on the other one again. But when I wrote about it this morning, I said, obviously, Krav Maga martial arts is an exception because you have to be 100% there when you're doing what we do. But, but, but how many people have done some other forms of exercise where it, you don't really have to think that hard, right? And I used the illustration that, that, you know, two, three days a week, I like to walk around my lake. It's like a three-mile walk. I take my dog. And, but the thing that I love the most about it is that I'm applying what I'm teaching you right now, NET. NET stands for no extra time, right? So you take something that you're already doing, like walking or running or house cleaning or uh, driving. And now all of a sudden you, you apply that time to learning. And like, look, even in the example I just gave you, that's an extra two to three hours a week of personal professional development. I get listening to Audible books walking around the lake. Everybody understand that one? The next one is Perry. Everybody knows Perry, but let's get one person to, what is Perry? Raise your hand if you know Perry, P-A-R-I. Tyler. That's right. Plan, act, review, improve. So what this says is that we plan what it is that we're going to do. We actually take the action. By the way, how many people know that some people plan what they're going to do and never take the action? So they don't even get through pa. <laughs> but what we want to do is plan, act, review. That's where we take two steps back, evaluate the situation and say, how did that go? And then improve. We do it all the time here. I do it with my team several times a week. And the idea is that, number one, who's ever made a plan that just wasn't a good one? Yeah, me too. 
but but if you're doing parry on a really regular a really regular process you catch it soon enough and you modify the plan or sometimes you have a plan that's working excellently and it can be even better so plan act review improve keeps us becoming better and moving in the direction of our goals moving in the direction of our destiny moving in the direction of our potential by the way uh, this is a side note and i do not get paid by the company but this this thing was one of the best investments i ever made if you're like me and you love writing like you, you can't you just can't fall into the digital world with the right but you want the advantages of digital this is called the remarkable two and it's just like a notebook. I have a planner downloaded to it that's, that reminds me of my old Franklin Covey planner. It's, it's amazing. Um, so all of that to say that I need to look at it for number six. Number five was, oh, I skipped five. Number five is Kanai. What's Kanai? Constant and never ending improvement from our friend, Mr. Tony Robbins, who originally coined that thing. He taught me decades ago, and I've been teaching it so long here, but it only knows it as a black belt leadership principle, unless you also study Tony Robbins. <clears throat> but it's an important one, right? Because, and it ties kind of to the Perry thing a little bit. It, all of them are interdependent. Have you picked that up yet? But you know, like Grandmaster Smith always says, you're either green and growing or ripe and rotten. And there's way too many rotten people in the world right now. Kanai means I'm never going to come to a place. And look, I can only tell you, I'm only speaking for me. Everybody else has, number two, the power of choice. I choose, I will never come to a place in life where I will be satisfied with where I'm at. And it doesn't mean, see, people get confused. It doesn't mean I'm not very happy. In fact, if you follow me, you notice every single day I post all the things I'm grateful, not all the things, some of the things I'm grateful for. Because every single day there's lots to be grateful for. So it doesn't mean because you're not satisfied that you're not happy. It just means you're not done growing. It's a thing that we call, and when I say we, I mean old people, that we call hungry. When we want to hire somebody, we want somebody hungry. We want somebody that is not like, oh, no, I'm fine. I get, I work my nine to five. I make my minimum wage. They, they made the minimum wage higher for me, so I'm fine. That's okay to be wherever you're at. Everybody is wherever they're at. Would you agree with that? It's just not okay to be done trying. You gotta be looking for what's next. What's important next? And that's what constant never any improvement is about. Constant never any improvement is also attached to this idea. And this one I didn't even put in the writing, but I'll tell you now. In order to get whatever you want, you have to become the person that can give you that thing. So constant and never any improvement is about becoming the person worthy of the thing. And by the way, that's the way it really works. I know there's lots and lots of voice, again, in my humble opinion. Because there's lots of voices telling you right now that, look, everybody is equal. Everybody has an equal opportunity in the world. Everybody is equal spiritually. Not everybody has an equal value to the marketplace. And that has to do 
with the amount of training and development and canai that you apply to your life? Yes or yes? yes. And then, am I on six? Number six, number six. <laughs> Eva thinks it's funny. She's like, you're looking at your notes and you're asking if you're. Number six is resilience. Resilience. Raise your hand if you don't know what resilience means, kids. Which adult would like to tell them what resilience means? Or, or another kid that does know what resilience means? Sir. I love it. Did everybody hear what he said? He said, not breaking no matter how hard life pushes you. Give him two claps. Yeah, some people call it toughness. Some people call it grit. Some people in the martial arts community, most often we call it perseverance. I like the word resilience because I think it captures all those things and more. Because listen, and, and, and if you've been around me a long time, you've heard me say this before. And this one I got from Tony Robbins's teacher. Years before I knew he was Tony Robinson's teacher. His name's Jim Rohn, if you want to look to old classic leadership guru. And Jim Rohn said, the things that happen to us happen to all of us. The only thing that's different is the set of our cell. So resilience is about understanding that hard times are going to come. In, in the writing, I hope you all go read the writing now. If, if, you, if, if, if you haven't opted out on me, and we have your correct email address, then, then every day I send something like this. Uh, or every once in a while to be just a marketing thing, but if you get my emails and you read them, how is it true that nine times out of 10, it's something that is valuable content, it's me teaching through writing. The, when you go and read that thing, and there I talk about the fact that the black belt test is a perfect example of resilience. Because here's the things that are true about a KMMA black belt test. And it's kind of cool because when I, when I give this particular story, at the same time, it gives excitement and strikes fear into the hearts of many. Because here's what is true about a black belt test. It's a very hard test. It's a hard test where where in reality, the test is, is a whole weekend and it finishes with three hours of intensive testing that would break most people mentally and physically. However, what happens is it's okay because the student is prepared. If we have allowed the student to test for their black belt, it's because we believe they're ready. Now, by the way, that student will still make mistakes that student will still even sometimes consider quitting. They'll be like, what am I doing? But what will the black belt never do? Quit. And by definition, I could say it that way, right? Because if they quit, they're, they're not a black belt. And so it is with the rest of our lives. That's what resilience is. And then the seventh, I called for my blog, I called it the voice of truth. 
And it was just because it's about voices. And I love the casting crown song called Voice of Truth. Barbara and I, that's our, that's our like inspirational song. If you never heard it, you should hear it. But what I really wanted to talk about are voices. Because in life, how many people know you, there are negative and positive voices around you? How many pe people know there are also positive and negative voices one inch apart from each other within your mind? And as bad as the negative voices on the outside are, the negative voices on the inside are even worse. So when we talk about the voice of truth, what I'm really challenging you to do is to understand that it's our job as black belt leaders, it's our job as winners, it's our job. If we wanna be successful in whatever we wanna be successful in. And by the way, you can replace it with the word happy if, if successful has the wrong connotation for you. Another thing Tony Robbins says is progress is essential to happiness. That's why you see so many people that, that become amazingly rich, rich, amazingly successful, if that's what you think of, and then they kill themselves. And you go, how could it be? He had everything, didn't have everything. Right? So all, all I really mean in this piece is that you have to work at silencing the voices that are programmed into you that say you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not strong enough, you're not fast enough, you're not whatever enough. They're the limiting beliefs, they're the negative beliefs. It's the voice of the enemy in your mind. And you have to hear more of the voice of truth the empowering voice. By the way, we need more empowering voices inside and outside. You look around the room, that's what this is all about. And oh, by the way, and again, every once in a while I just say something that had nothing to do with my lesson plan because it came to me at that moment. By the way, because when, when I give a message like this, there are lots of people, and I don't want you to raise your hand or anything right now, but are thinking about the people who were disempowering voices in their life. And it's important to deal with those things. You know what else is important? To never be that for anyone else. The most important thing you can get from an experience like that, a feeling like that, a voice like that is, I gave it to my, I gave the same, not the same lesson, but that one little part we talked about today in instructor training, didn't we? We talked about the fact that, man, our voice has to always be empowering. We never want to be the one that causes somebody to think that they can't. Now, by the way, that doesn't mean that everything we say is praise because there is also correction with love when you're trying to teach somebody something, but never in a disempowering way, always in the empowering way. Is it true? Now, all of that is the preamble because that today's lesson is about focus. So I'm back to number one. And it's not about focus the way we always talk about it, because usually most of you, if you're a black belt, you've heard me talk about the other ones as well. But most of you have heard me talk about the basic level of focus. 
The basic level of focus is the focus of the body and the mind and the eyes and the ears. We teach the four laws of concentration in our basic training class just to teach people to sit still and listen like you're all doing right now. Give yourself two claps. Because, oh, by the way, it's already a superpower. How many adults would say that in young people, especially, and then lots of not so young people too, that focus is pretty rare. So even if you only get the basic level of focus, it's already much more powerful than somebody who doesn't have it. But there's also an intermediate level and an advanced level. And the intermediate level is when the student begins to learn how to focus their time and attention and energy and emotional power on the things that are edifying, educational, inspirational, and useful, and not on the trash. I cannot tell you how long it's been since I have watched the news. Because let's just, let's just do a survey. Wait, first of all, who does watch the news? Raise your hand. Okay, good. Thank you for being so honest. Put your hand back down. Now answer this one. How many people after watching the news have come out feeling incredibly empowered, powerful, ready for the world because of the news? <laughs> Very good. I, I was really wondering where, right, right, right. Because, and that's what, that's what it creates because that's what it's meant to create. More fear, more anger, more division. That's not the topic of today's thing either. But, my, but, but the point is that the second level is about being very careful with that. What to say yes to, what to say no to, how to invest your time and energy and focus. And as I said, emotional power and emotional bandwidth. How many people have ever known the person that you love with all your heart, you want to help them so bad, but they're so negative and so helpless and so whining all the time that they bring you down every time you get with them. And then... I've walked away from that person. The one I'm thinking about right now, and I'm of course going to give any details, but just to, came back later and, and, and I was able to help the person. But I'm not letting anybody pull me down to, into the mud with them. And unfortunately, it's the direction it usually goes, not the other way. The third level of focus is the advanced level and the most powerful of all. It's the one that masters begin to master. Sometimes. It's the one where the world and the realities of your existence are created by you. They're created by you. And by the way, I, of course, with, I believe I got lots of Christian friends in here, and I, they all looked at me like, wait a minute, what did you just say? I believe that that's our destiny and what he wants us to do. To step into that which is meant for us, and we do it by first creating it in our mind by using vision and then making it real. Kind of like, it's kind of like I could say to that mountain over there to move. And if I said it with enough faith, it would move. 
That's what we do when we get the level of focus where we create reality in our mind's eye first. And that's what you're going to do today. And by the way, very closely related to vision, right? As I was saying that somebody was thinking that's not the superpower focus, that's the superpower vision. But let me explain to you, I didn't even use this. <laughs> let me explain to you why I called it focus. Because once you have the vision, once you have the vision, you still have to move it in the direction of the vision. Like you still have to tell your life where to go. And the problem is when we focus on too many of those other things instead of the vision, we move towards the other things instead of the vision. This is what I mean by you can create the reality. I had a friend who, uh, for, for, he, he runs like a river, uh, we call it through the rapids and all that river, what do you call it? Whitewater rafting. Whitewater rafting type thing. And he said, he said, for years, I kept making a mistake with these kids because I would go, okay, watch, watch out for that tree over there. Just watch out for the right. And, and we tell them everything to watch out. And sure enough, that would be what they'd always hit. And so when he realized the power, he said, this is now going to be the focus bigger. He said, all right, boys, there's going to be lots of things out there, but all you have to concentrate on is wherever I point, that's where you row. You do that, and we're going to make it through this thing safely, even though we're in these, right? And he started doing that. And he said, he said, man, sometimes you, we were just barely missing the other thing still, but because they were following my finger instead of looking at the thing, we made it through. By the way, if you, those of you that know about race driving, it's the same thing, right? They always say, turn to the clearing, right? Because if you're focused on the wall, you're going to hit the wall. And I could, of course, go on with many, many more analogies. But I think everybody in here gets the point, right? Who can tell me? Who's the youngest person that can tell me what's the point? Daniel. Ooh, two claps. Anybody got another one? That's, there's no wrong answers. Yes. Oh, give Gwen a hand. Yeah. And put him in another way. We get what we focus on. We get what we focus on. Let me show you one more thing. Real quick. Okay. Everybody. Look around the room real quick. And tell me everything in the room that is black. Start looking for everything that's black. Look for everything that's black. You got to look quick because I'm going to make you close your eyes in a second. And then you got to tell me. Look around for everything that's black. Everything that's black. Everything that's black. And close your eyes. Okay, good. Now tell me everything that's red. You got your eyes open, Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> Danny. Oh, well, you know your poster. <laughs> right. All right, everybody put it down. Put it down. Let's just say it this way. Would it have been easier to tell me what was black or what was red? We get what we focus on. We see what we focus on. It's just, it wasn't really a contest to see if you could do it. It was to 
show you that you get what you focus on. Uh, adults know that as soon as you buy that dream car, yours now everybody's got one. Because you get what you focus on. Now, why is all this so important to the exercise I've been promising you tonight? Because to, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Give him two claps. I actually have no idea what he said, but that, I think that was the appropriate answer anyway. Here is the reason why it's so important for you to understand all those things before we get into the exercise is because you're about to sit down and decide where you're gonna be a year from today. And then after that, we're gonna do another clarity exercise that's going to do something even more powerful for you, okay? But we're gonna start by you deciding and setting the vision for where you're gonna be in, the go in, in a year. Now, by the way, you all know where you're gonna be in several years because this is also what we do with you in our Black Belt Leadership Program, right? Like if you're on this wall here and you've set your goal to Black Belt Leadership Excellence, you know exactly when you're gonna get your second degree Black Belt and that's awesome. Give yourself two claps. That's just one area of your life. We're gonna do this in several areas of your life. And by the way, it is the same way. You know why? Because then when you get some kind of crazy idea like quitting, you can go, oh, I have a goal that I committed to and I wanna accomplish and I remember why, okay? So, now when I do my glasses, did I give them to you? <laughs> Thank you. So here's what's gonna happen. When I give you this, this paper, I'm not gonna give it to you yet because then you'll all be looking ahead. When I give you this, this piece of paper, I only want you to work on the, on the front first, okay? And I already told you that what we're actually who, it's gotta be one of the kids this time. I wanna make sure they're paying attention. What did I tell you we were gonna, we were gonna figure out? What are you gonna figure out for yourself, Corbin? Gonna figure out where you're gonna be in one year. Give them two claps. Now, how many people know that in order to figure out where you're gonna go, you have to know where you're at? When you punch into your GPS, which you, you think is just your iPhone, but when you punch into your GPS, where you wanna go, it needs to know where you're at first, right? To give you directions. So that's what this first page is actually about. You, now, by the way, everybody understand the instructions. You don't turn to the second or third page until I ask you to. Everybody understand? Yes. But on the first, and the first page I'd like you to do relatively independently. As we move on through, through this thing, it's gonna get more and more, you're gonna work with somebody, okay? So on this first thing, it says current status, and then in parentheses, it says the truth. And you're going to put, for example, the very first question is going to say, when you're honest with yourself, what do you really want? And then the second question is going to say, where are you with your health, with your finances, with your relationships, with your business, career, school, with your martial arts, with other areas that matter to you? Okay. Now, by the way, if you're one of the very young people in the room, I know mom and dad are your whole financial reality and you don't have to worry about that. So you can skip that one. You can say mom and dad are doing pretty good. <laughs> but but, uh, but for adults, it's, all of them are good. Everybody got it? All right, so here's what we're gonna do. I need a leader in the first row. Jump up somebody. There you go. 
See, Sensei Max, she's going to give you the pass out to your row. I need a leader in the second row. Hey, remember, in the second row, a leader in the second row. Leader in the second row. All you got to do is identify as a leader. Step up. Go, go, go. Go say, get a, I need a leader in the third row. All right. The fact that your dad still smokes you to that is a problem. <laughs> I need a leader in the fourth row. All right, good job. All right, two claps. Oh, Danny's getting tough. Did you see that? She gave me a half time. I was like, okay. Uh, and we got pins going around too? Yes. Oh, yeah, and the bench. Who wants to be a leader for the bench? Oh, all right, Brian. <laughs> so the fact that I just hit the button that said the meeting's being recorded, got it. It shouldn't shouldn't mean it hasn't been recording all this time, should it? I hope not. <laughs> Okay. Okay. No, hopefully it was fine. I think that's just telling you. Okay. You're technically, you're technically not. Not the administrator or whatever. Okay. Ben, uh, need a pen. Anybody else need a pen? Yeah, put your hand up. Sensei Mac will come around. Front page. Front page only. Go. Only going to be like five minutes, guys, and you can get as much as you can. Of course, you're going to take it with you. So if you don't finish it, it's not really the end of the world. But Brian, you don't want to sit? <laughs> okay, okay. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Hmm. Should I be open or interested in giving us like a lecture at my college? 
Absolutely. I would love it. I teach leadership um, to honor students. I would love that. I try to get guest, guest speakers every now and then on certain topics. would love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, I should have given the, give, give me these. What about any of you guys? Do you want? I'm good. I have a lot of those. <laughs> I must have took them in there when I went to get water my, my glasses. I'll go, yeah. Again, don't worry, you don't have to be done. You get to take this home and spend the whole weekend on it. It's just, we're just working together for a little while to set the, right? By the way, let me tell you a, a spoiler, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. In a year, you won't be done either. <laughs> ah. Yes. Yeah, in, in, any relationships, great question, sir. Any relationships, it can be your parents, your friends, your family, your teacher, any relationships. Relationships just means your interaction with other human beings. Some of the people in the room would argue that dogs are included too, but. <laughs> okay, now flip that. Sheet over. Put that sheet over. Make sure you're looking at the at the page that says one year goals, not the other one. The other one we're going to do together last, and that one will get done here today. But now we go to one year goals. And it says, now let's fast forward a year. Where do you want to be in these areas? Write down and capture this vision for yourself. Get emotional, get engaged, get engulfed, and visualize specific details. A what about what made it so amazing? So it's a year from now. Where are you? And then it goes through kind of the same type questions. Okay, so let's spend you know seven minutes on on that. It can, but it's really more about your vision for your life. Like, what are some of the, the things? 
And you can even start with all the other questions first, other than the one that's real, real vague like that, if you want, you know. What do you think, Daniel? Like it? All right. I got it. I'm keep this in front of the other thing in front of people. I want to make sure that I. So you guys should be minimally speaking during this part. This is your vision. And we got like four minutes left. I could tell the people that already had a vision because they just wrote it down. Who's the person with a really good memory in here, short-term memory? The one that's gonna remind me at the end of the class to take a picture. <laughs> okay. For you computer people in the room, I know there's a lot of you. I used redundant, several of them volunteered. <laughs> Three minutes. I have to send this stuff to you, Richard. You hear me, Richard? I have to send this stuff to you. Yes, I can hear you. I had. I'm uh, on mute. It's good today, though, right? Like this is working much better. Yes, working great. Awesome. Awesome. I'll be back on Monday. Outstanding, Richard. Because you're supposed to be setting your goal. So, in what area would you want to be even healthier? Like, like for you, obviously, you're in shape. You're young. You're healthy, but do you want to be stronger? Do you want to be able to do more, right? What are the things, right? Two minutes.
Thirty seconds. <laughs> Ten. All right, great job, guys. Clap it up. Put your papers down. Make sure you're not looking at them or anything now. Close your pins. So I want to tell you a couple, three things before we move into the final exercise. Number one, one of the reasons I had you clap it up is that you guys have already done something that most people never do. And by the way, I know there's lots of people in the room that do because by definition, we're a black belt leadership program. We got lots of leaders that have already been doing it for their careers and their lives for years. But all of those people are exceptions to the rule. So talk, speaking to your young people, I taught you a skill that will carry you and make you one of the leaders instead of one of the masses. Jim Rohn said, without clear-cut goals and vision, you are just a wandering generality which is to say the difference between people that deliberately take control of their life like this and the rest is that you're telling your life where to go instead of wondering where it went. There's no reason to be sitting around wondering what's going to happen, wondering what happened. Take control and in the midst of anything, By the way, Daniel, who said, I'm going to use this, I'm going to steal this. Can't be stealing because Dean Graciosi gave it to me. When he said, he said to all the people that were in the course I was in, he said, and you can take this tool and apply it to your communities. And I'm going to give it to all of you. So in fact, I had the thought when I told Richard I'd send it, I'll put it right on the Black Belt Leadership Facebook page. And anybody that wants to grab it and use it for any reason can do so. Now, the goal setting thing was not at all new to me. I've been doing it for decades. And even the exercise of this is where I'm at and this is where we'll be in a year. The one I'm about to do with somebody, I only just learned last week. And, I, and when I watched it done and then did it myself, I was like, wow. And that's why I'm sharing it with you. And what the, th what the exercise does is help you go deeper in the most important piece of actually accomplishing your goal, which is understanding why. 
If your why is strong enough, you can figure out any how. And the why is the thing that especially that gets us through the hard times when others quit. You see, during times of real hardship, whether it's a pandemic or it's economic or it's any other thing, you find out honestly who, where people are really at. Because it's easy to lead when everything's easy. It's harder to lead. And when I say lead, I don't even mean necessarily you have a big tribe or anything, but to lead yourself and others when you're being tested. So right now, everybody, in fact, right now, I just want everybody mainly thinking about leading yourself. What I'm saying is that when your why is strong enough, then even when all the distractions and challenges and trials and tribulations and limiting beliefs and fear and doubt and all the things, you'll continue on anyway. You with me? Now. I'm going to call somebody incredibly brave. Let me give the let me give the background. Number one, it is going to be an adult for this case. I think this exercise is going to be most beneficial for me to do with an adult, and then adults can do it with their kids. Second, is it should be an adult who feels pretty strongly about their vision, like one of those of you that was like, "Okay, I already know what I want," and you just started writing. Okay. Because three, what I'm going to do is I'm going to help you even go deeper into why you want to do what you want to do. Okay. So who is the brave volunteer? All right. Come on. Oh, I got several. All right. But I think Brian was first. Come on, Brian. Clap it up. Brian's a guest. And Brian's a guest to the thing, but we're going to, now Brian. So you broke down a bunch of things that were, and everybody's to watch this so that you can help each other because we're going to all do this. Like in a second, it is going to be where you, you know how we, we partner up for Krav Maga? You're going to get with a partner. And, what, and by the way, what do I usually say when we partner up for Krav Maga? Find somebody close to you in size and ability, right? So in this thing, you are going to want somebody close to you in life experience and, and all that, right? Now, by the way, once, once you've done that, right? You can, you know, we can also have some people helping the kids and all that. But the kids try to do it to each other too, okay? Everybody got it? And there's no limit of these. Remember, it's going to be in the, so you can do it multiple times with multiple people, okay? All right. So, Brian, I'm not going to, we're not going to go back and review what you've done, but you, you clearly put some very important things for where you are and where you were going and, and you have some strong, I mean, actually make sure to tell me if this is true or not so that you do have some strong things that you would like to succeed at. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Cool. All right. <laughs> well, that's okay. So, okay. So his mainly, he's got some other ones, but the one he pointed to me was especially about, about his actual martial arts cohere. And that's fine. It can be that. It can be whatever else it is for you. Okay. But here we go. All right. So, and, and this, you know what, I don't, is the, the recording going to be able to hear him too or not? Oh. Can I give him the other one and will it work that way? No. Okay. All right. 
All right, so Brian, what is important to you? And when I say about becoming successful, it's gonna be in whatever it was your most important there. What is important to you about becoming successful? So it's since I was knee high to a grasshopper, right? Um, I watched Saturday morning cartoons and I watched a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and they were the coolest ever. And it has always been a lifelong dream of mine to become a martial arts master like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now this isn't in jitsu, but I'm not a six foot turtle either. <laughs> awesome. Why is it important to you to become a martial arts master? It seemed cool when I was a kid and I've never really grown out of that. Um, now it's kind of useful. Uh, being able to defend yourself without a weapon on hand is these days very, very useful. So to defend yourself? Yes, sir. Why is it important to you that you learn to defend yourself? Peace through strength, sir. <coughs> Why is peace important to you? Well, isn't that what we all want? Why is it important to you? Tell me exactly why that's so important to you. I can't really give you an answer to that other than like I enjoy having my space and being able to go about my business without being bothered. And I'm not by especially when I'm not bothering nobody else. Why is it important to you to have your own space where nobody bothers you? Um, well, everybody has to have their own space in my opinion. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Why is it important? Well, if you don't have your own space, what do you have? Hmm. And so, so um, if we were to go a little deeper though on having your own space, like like, if why don't what do you have? If you don't have your own space, what don't you have? Oh man, there's a lot of things. No self respect, no pride. Why is self-respect and pride important to you? They're what make me me. They're what make me stand up. They're what make me keep moving. I can't put it in any other terms. Specifically, why is it important to you? That's how I keep pushing. Why is it important to you to keep pushing? You know, when I was a young man, there were words that were said to me for a very long time. <laughs> I think I know where we're going here. Oh. But that left a mark. Mm -hmm. Right. And it don't matter where you go, but you keep pushing, eventually you're gonna get there. Last one. Because now you're now you're really getting to a place where you're uncovering something. Why is that important to you? Well when life served the toilet, that pulled me out. So. I want to make sure you don't end up back there again. Yep. Cool. Clap it up. I tell you, you'd have to be brave. Brian was awesome to come up here and do that. At one moment in time, he looked like he wanted to hit me. Did you see that? <laughs> because it's a hard exercise. But did you see what happened? So I want you to get with somebody 
find somebody. And, and by the way, it's okay, especially if your parents just sitting up here, you might want to come find or whatever. That's okay. Or you can do it with each other if you're older and you think you understand enough. Okay. I think the exercise is especially going to be good with older people. Why? Because you have experiences to go deep on, right? You have experiences to go deep on. Okay. So, but, but everybody find somebody to work with. And do you feel like, do you feel like you understand what happened there? You under, and actually doing the exercise is relatively easy, right? You, except for the fact you got to keep pushing after they tell you to stop. <laughs> 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 go.